Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with Obel. And Nayika, Obel, do you know Richie Akiva? No. We're, by the way, recording, guys. So I want to thank everybody who's been, I want to thank everybody who's been listening and who've been supporting this far. Um, we appreciate your support and we do want you to press ratings five star ratings so please if you like what you hear and you like the dynamic and you like what we're talking about please go ahead and give us a five star so that this podcast can be noticed and also share it with your friends um they can listen to us whenever they're driving to work or driving from work um taking a jog working out okay you're <laughs> gonna listen but let's backpedal did you just tell our listener that we're recording? <laughs> I was telling you that, but okay. Um, anyway. I know. By the way, I know we're recording. <laughs> I just wait, wanted wait, to start the episode by asking if you knew um, Richie Akivia. Maybe I'm saying his uh, name wrong. No, but um, Richie Akivia is a man that just recently died of cancer. He was finally oh, battling. Yeah, yes. He was battling cancer privately and he died mm. of cancer and no one knew about it. So now, yeah. now everybody's posting about him. Yes, yes. I like, didn't really it know. It just kind of made me understand that like there's a lot of people that are battling um, stuff silently that we don't know about. And the reason why, like, I wanted to create a podcast about mm -hmm. The Bachelorette is because it kind of distracts people from their world of reality and mm -hmm. and just me bringing some type of, like, comment that can make you laugh or distract you from whatever you're going on or just looking at love story is kind of a good way to bond with people. And if you're listening to this right now and you probably feel like we're a good distraction for you, like, that's the goal. And I'm just happy that we can be that person that you can just come and listen to and just hear some good reviews about love, people falling in love. So like, that's why I just wanted to start with that. Like, I don't want to like, I know that we're kind of starting a little bit heavy, but I just wanted yeah. to like talk about certain stuff that are kind of serious sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, yeah. I honestly, I agree with you. And that's the reason why I agreed to do this because too often, especially for me, I'm always so serious about life. <laughs> I like serious. To, <laughs> I can laugh and, and joke around, but I'm always in my head about things and I'm always thinking about the next thing. Um, and, you know, sometimes I think of the worst, guys. And I think this little, this podcast is like a getaway where we can just invest in unrealistic things. I mean, it's real people's lives, but it's still not like the ideal thing for me. So it's like kind of getting... I yeah I don't want people to think this is corporate America this is like serious work I don't want people to like I'm very uh easygoing person like I mm -hmm. just go flow like I just want to enjoy life because there's so many stuff that's here to bring us down so even though I do this podcast and I'm 
trying to bring great content for you to listen, like something to distract you from your reality. That is the whole purpose of me doing this. And I don't want people to be like, oh, they're not professional with this or they're not professional because that is not the goal. The goal <laughs> is not for me to be proper. The goal yeah. is not for me to be professional. The goal is for me to just... <sighs> Who's side? Yeah. Like, that's where me and you sometimes kind of like, that's where me and you sometimes have to like kind of let go about that. I have to let go because I feel like my sister is more like, I mean, I could be laid back and you've seen where I like, I'm laid back and chill. But I feel like mm-hmm. when I'm doing something, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so tensed up. I have to like want to do it 100% and, and authentic, but also well. So that's where my sister kind of keep me grounded. And you can see that she makes the little funny jokes and I, I'll, I'll go along with it. But obviously for me, I'm like, uh, did, should we have said that? Like we should have probably kept this a little on the low between the two of us or anything like that. But I love the idea of just creating something where we can just be real with y'all and we can just let go and just have fun and actually literally talk to you guys as if we're talking on the live, like in our living room by ourselves and no one's watching so i think and that is the the point of this podcast that is the purpose and like the reason why i wanted to speak about that is just i wanted to make it clear that this is not um what are one of the top radio shows (laughs) that you know uh i mean even i was gonna say steve harvey was a good radio show um that's a long time ago but Oh, I was thinking okay. about. Um, I don't think we listen to radio shows bre- much. But- the Breakfast Club. I don't know, but even they're not as they're they're very like open. Yeah. So basically, the dynamic of this show is not to be like corporate and professional. Like the dynamic of this show is to be just ourselves and yeah. is to talk about random stuff. It's to like not be perfect at all. Like that's not the goal of this podcast, podcast for us yeah. to be perfect and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're expecting. You might not get it from me, maybe from above. You might not get it from me. <laughs> hey, I don't think I'm gonna be perfect. I think I'm gonna not try perfect, my... but you know, like <laughs> you know, like where okay, this is serious. We're gonna be talking about this topic. No, I like to go <laughs> I'm a planner, over guys. like I like to go over like friend stuff. Like, how was your day? Like, did you hear about this? Like, I purposely no, we can do threw, that. I purposely threw you off with asking you that question. <laughs> And your reaction was just like, we're recording, we're recording. Like, no, like, just, Guys, we're this, is recording. The realest you, this is the realest you're going to get it here. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was thrown off because my sister has a tendency <laughs> to like throw the craziest random stuff at me while we're like, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to dive in right into this. You know, like I'm oh, all is like camera action. <laughs> Not that you're not real, but like when I when you say action, you expect for us to just like you know, hey everybody, yeah, like, I'm all like, like let's get in the mo. Because obviously, I've done so. I've, I can I I can tell you like when we do production with Ekol Saba. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's just a Sabbath school um lesson show that we do in Creole um that my husband produces. Like whenever we record, I feel like we have to kind of like get ourselves ready because we're preparing a lesson for. This um, is not that type of we're, show. We're preparing something and we want to make sure that whatever coming out of our mouth is not just random stuff. Like, obviously, it is studying yeah. the word of God. So you don't want to just literally yeah. just drop everything. I literally go and actually study the Bible, like study the lesson and actually like pray before I even do the, the that lesson, sh- you know, Sabbath school lesson show, because it's like you can't just say whatever comes out your mouth. You have to be very prepared. But at the same time, you have to be 
at, at the same time, you still have to like let the Holy Spirit kind of lead you so that you could see the. You see what I mean? Day. It's gonna talk about the Holy Spirit right now. <laughs> you, you just guys, gotta this love is our her. personality. You just gotta love her. She's talking about her like she, yay shameless plug about your husband show. Shameless plug. Like go check out the Eko Saba. Most of y'all. Ekosa. What is it called? Ekosa. It's it, it's literally E C O S. Yeah, go check it out. She's it's a shameless plug. Go check it out. Um, if you are interested, because I'm not in the business. And if you're of Haitian, people, I'm not in the business of forcing people to listen to stuff that they're not interested in. But I just like hope. Um, yeah, I just hope that we can just bring you some type of good distraction, like happy distraction. And yeah. I'm just open to be like talking about just random stuff. So with that being said, we can just dive right into the show. Final four, Michelle season. Yay. We're almost at the end. The fun stuff. Oh, I've been waiting and dying. I've been waiting and dying to talk about this. Like, honestly, oh this is, let me just go oh ahead God. and say this. This is the very first time in history where I feel like I'm okay with whoever she ends up with at this point. Oh, yeah, me too. This is the very first time I feel like I'm okay. But I'm going to tell you my top-notch opinion of so far about the three Each guys remaining. Guy. Yes. Okay. Um, her heart will be safe with Brendan. That's my opinion. Joe, I still need more from Joe. Even He's so shy, so it's like I cannot really see anything from him. But I can tell it's like, dude, he's literally like I'm the top three, so I better show out, you know? And Nate... Mm-hmm although i feel like he is being true to himself like you could tell like he's really being real but it's a risk but i know that she's really really into him and that she really wanted to be him at the end of this but i really don't know whether or not nate is literally holding back because production because normally what i've noticed in past shows where the last person remember when um um next season when he picked vanessa there was always some tag of war like some battle mm-hmm. between the two of them it's like whether or not she's mm-hmm. gonna move or i don't remember what their battle was about but i feel like it's the, the, same produ- as JoJo. the producers the same thing it's as the same. jojo from her season jojo and um mm-hmm. jordan jordan roger yeah so i feel like with that when the producers kind of kind of suspect or kind of know who's the final pick, they want to create that story where it's like a little challenging so that we as viewers don't automatically assume that, oh, okay, we get who she's picking. Because if it's I such know. a given, then we're not going to want to tune in. And some people say, oh, I already know. It's obvious mm-hmm. that she's picking this person. But with, Okay, do with, you want to, okay, before you dive into just Nate, but do you want to go like to like the 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 hometown, like, from like the yeah. right order, yeah. But do, I, do you want to do that? I do want to do that, but I at the same time I, I just wanted to like kind of talk about no, <laughs> yeah. I, no, no, no. It's not love, No, it's she not because I love him. Honestly, I'm actually scared if she picks him. I'm really scared, like if she picks him, mm-hmm. because I, 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 I low key don't want her to get hurt pick, just pick because he's a cute person. guy and he's intellectual. Because he's not just all looks. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember I told you that he's not just all looks. Like <gasps> there's something about. Oh, you just look good, but he's also an intellect. So which is, I have I think a question for you. I have what? a question for you. This question has been like kind of like, you know, I've been prepared. Like I've been so eager to ask you that question throughout the entire day. So mm-hmm. 
from watching Michelle's season, right? There are four mm-hmm. great guys, and they each of them can offer something great in the relationship with being Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to understand, like, do you believe that people can make relationship work, even mm-hmm. though like it's it's not love, or do you believe that it's only love that can make the relationship work? I don't know if oh. I'm phrasing this question oh, right. I, I think I, I'm going to rephrase the question that way I can uh, yeah. see if I understand what you're asking. Yeah. So you're asking, can a relationship work without love? It's not about can a relationship work without love? Do yeah. you believe what makes a relation last? Is it is it love or is it just the ability of just wanting a relationship to last? Oh, definitely that second part. I don't think love is the only thing that can sustain a relationship. I because you see it all the time. Oh, when those people get into um, um, arranged marriages and they never break up. Now, do I think it's the healthiest? It's not, but yes, your relationship can actually last twenty, twenty five plus, thirty plus years, and you can still be together. And it's not because of love. I, I have another question. That. I have a follow up yeah. question. Do you believe that um, you have to be compatible to be married or you just have to have mutual understanding, respect for each other to have a long lasting, lasting marriage? That's really what I wanted to say. Do mm. you believe that you have to be compatible to um, have a long lasting marriage mm-hmm. or do you have to have um um, um, great understanding for each other and um, respect to have a long-lasting marriage. No, but would it it's between compatibility, compatibility or um, just having respect and um, understanding? Okay, because okay, first of all, I want to just p- throw it out there, guys. We're no relationship expert. Um, I believe that everybody's relationship will be different, and every relationship should go based on how you want this relationship to go, not the way that other people want it to go and the, the way that other people think it should go. So I just want to throw mm-hmm. that out there so that when I'm giving my advice, people don't be like, oh my gosh, what is she talking about? What is she saying? Okay. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to say that. But um, personally, I believe that in relationship, or for, for me at least, um, mm-hmm. compatibility is could be different things for everybody, okay? Because what you think you might be drawn to or what you think this person might be for you, for example, if Michelle, I'm just taking Michelle for example. Yeah, I'm like confused because I'm like, of course compatibility is different, but what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is that, because when we look at compatibility sometimes, it's all about, oh my gosh, you know, he likes the thing that I like or oh my gosh, he likes, oh, he likes to read. I like to read too. Or let me, okay, let let me clarify. Okay. Let me clarify. When I mean compatibility, meaning Mm -hmm. like you guys are just naturally compatible. It's not that you guys share mutual interests. Okay, good. You know, good. Okay. That's not what I mean by compatible. Okay. I mean, literally like just compatible. We work, we're we're compatible. We work together. That makes sense. You know, we make sense. So you know rephrase I mean? the question then. Rephrase the question. Do do I believe that people should be compatible or should they just have mutual no, respect what, for each other? What what do you believe makes like a marriage last longer? Is it like because the fact the couples are compatible or mm-hmm. is it like like the those the marriage that lasts longer is because they have 
mutual respect for each other and, and, and understanding for each other? Okay. I think number one is if a marriage would only last no matter what is if both people want it to last. So if both people make mm-hmm. a decision to choose each other every single mm-hmm. day, no matter how their character are, they're going to make it work because it takes okay. two people to make a relationship work, not just one person. So for example, okay. you might feel like, oh my gosh, like this person, because compatibility could make it easier. But at the end of the day, if both people are not choosing each other every single day, because to me, love is not just a feeling. It's an action to me. It's like you choosing to love that person. People don't look at love that way. So if I'm choosing every day to intentionally love you, regardless of your bad, you know, regardless of your, your flaws, obviously, if they're not um, a red flag or um, uh, deal breakers and as such, you know, and they, they align with your um, um, beliefs and all of that good stuff that you know about. But if I'm choosing to love you and see past those things that can be challenging, that's what both parties need to do for the relationship to work. If only that's one person the- is doing it, it's not going to work. And that's why, and that's exactly what I'm fearing for Michelle. I don't okay, want you to no, be- no, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't want you to jump the gun. Yeah. I just want you to pause on that. Like, let's expound on it. That's what I wanted people to understand. If okay. Michelle relationship do not last, like whoever she picks, because all of them are great guys. They are. Like whoever yeah. she picks, if it doesn't last, I'm not going to say it's because they didn't love each other. Yeah. And I'm not going to say because it's a compatibility thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's because they didn't really want to continue choosing each other. Yep. Yep. Be- That's and it. the reason why I'm saying is because I feel like they're all great guys. Like I don't want to criticize yeah. people, but in the they real really world, are. they might realize that they're not compatible because right now they are in a fake world. It's a bubble. They are. Yeah. They don't know if they're compatible. And there's no way you can know if you're compatible with someone in this bubble. I don't even care what Michelle says. Just yep. by hearing that she's compatible yep. or mm-hmm. choosing this person because she thinks she's compatible. Mm-hmm. Girl, you are fooling yourself. You are in a bubble. Exactly. You, you have experienced anything with these guys. You haven't gone through any real life experience with them. Experiences, so there's yep. no way you can tell if you're actually compatible with that person in this small bubble. So yeah. if your relationship doesn't last, it's because you guys both decided not to continue making this work. And you I guys agree. did not want to continue choosing this relationship. I agree. And you know what? That actually, you know what? Now that you even, we were, we were talking about this because this is really good. This actually mm-hmm. is making me think more about the fact that all of these other guys who are starting to be over heels and like, oh, head over heel for her. They're mm-hmm. all in this bubble. They're all in this all feeling of, of, they're all in their head. It's like what people don't understand. This is reality TV show. This is, at the end of the day, they have to step out and be in real life and actually mm-hmm. take on that relationship. So to be honest, what we saw in this episode where they were talking about, oh my God, Brendan is so perfect for her, you know? And I was like tweeting all over the place and like, oh my gosh, we know Brendan won. <laughs> like I was just all over the place. That's the only time I'm on Twitter, guys. I so check so. me out. I thought so. I like, whoa. <laughs> Like Brendan was was like all in, like you could tell Brendan is all in and ready to propose to Michelle. Right. And as versus Nate, who's like not all in and not ready because he's never, first of all, he's never been in love. He says never um, actually brought a a person home. Um, So now he's like, kind of like they showing the realness, the real side of it, where his parents is like, you know what? We're not, we don't think 
he's going to be ready to propose on national television. You know, right? And I feel like that's kind of like more realistic to me versus, oh yeah, I'm all in. I'm crazy in love for you. And I, I think I'm going to propose tomorrow. Like if this is going to come down to it, I'm going to definitely propose. I think that's just unrealistic. And I feel like the show probably is making people feel that they have to propose because they came to a show. But nowhere, mm-hmm. I don't think nowhere in the contract, well, people can correct me. You can comfort me if you know more because I've never been on this show. But I don't think the contract forces you to propose to people, you know? And I know people, a lot of people have been saying, well, you come to the show, you know at the end of the day so you have to propose. But you've seen a, multiple times where contestants weren't proposed to, be, but, you know, and they weren't ready and they walked out of, of the relationship. Matt James with his girl, you know, like he didn't propose and he wasn't forced to do it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where you don't have to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Now let's dive in. I honestly feel like let's, I, we need to go back now and backpedal. I'm going to use your words. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just so, wanted to like talk about that before we kind of like, I just want us to talk about, of, of course, we, I'm going to talk about the hometown and their families. Yeah. But I also wanted to um, give the uh, listener like a picture of like, why we think those guys would work for Michelle because honestly I think all of them would work all of them would work but we just want to know like why would these people work and it really depends on who she feels like her heart is having a fuzzy feeling for at this point I'm gonna be honest let me ask you something do you feel like a girl no matter what red flag she sees like let's say if she sees a red flag if she just has the little tingly feeling that she has for 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 the guy then she would just mm-hmm. give him a chance just because of that feeling or do you feel like most likely she will go with her head and be like you know what i'm not all into that guy yet but he loves me he cares for me more than i care for him so i'm just gonna go mm-hmm. give him a chance and think with her head like i know he's gonna treat me right i know he's gonna be like for example a guy like rodney poor rodney he went home tonight do you feel like girl can girls be more likely to kind of pick that guy and yeah, so I understand what you're saying, but it really depends on the girl. You know, some girl will decide to pick with their heart and some would decide to pick with their, like, you know, mind. You really think or, so, Micah? Yeah, it depends on the girl. There are some, I feel like Tasha definitely did not go for her heart. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think Tasha picked for her heart. I think Tasha picked with her, um, with her head. Do they say mine or head? With her head. Her head. With yeah, her head. She, yeah, with her I don't yeah. think Taisha picked because she was having that warm, fuzzy feeling for Zach. I think she really? because she felt more secure. She probably felt like Zach was like someone that would be ready to actually dive into a relationship or someone that would love her more than she loves him. You know what I mean? Mm. Because if she was picking with her heart, she would have ended up picking Brendan. She would have tried mm. to convince Brendan to stay. Cause she was having mm. so much feels for you, you feel you think so i didn't yeah. i don't know so it depends on the bachelor. i don't think she was showing brendan that much attention i feel like she was trying not to because he thought he was so cute Mm-mm. she actually liked brendan all right guys before we dive into this hometown we do have Rodney. bachelor news no before we dive into the hometown like let's go back i really want to talk about the bachelor news with taisha and zach breaking up and I know you did warn oh, me. Our opinion me. about it. And <laughs> I also, warned her. Oh, also, we can go back girl- to that podcast. We can actually go back to the podcast when I told you. Yeah, they, they were, were having some problems. Yeah, you were right. I got to give it to you. You, you oh, literally God. saw it. You caught on it. 
and it's crazy i mean intuitive women but to be honest i really didn't see it working out i'm gonna be real with you the reason why is because yeah remember i kept telling you that i'm like why did she pick zach like i don't see anything like what is going on like i couldn't understand what what did she see in zach and you kept telling me she saw security in him she saw this and she saw his Mm -hmm. maturity like that's what she thought she had some swag and i guess you know Mm -hmm. they kind of sold it to us at the end with the proposal but at the at at the end i was still like kind of perplexed why did she pick him but let's talk about that girl katie with her messy 12 days of christmas how do you feel about her doing that and then obviously breaking up with blake and then all of a sudden jumping to date at this point i don't want to bash katie's personality but i just don't get it (laughs) you know what that's just i just don't get it if you say i don't want to bash it it. i just don't get it it's just like it's not me i don't know if she's doing it for attention because just like her season is over Uh so she's trying to find a way for people to actually talk about her Mm-hmm. And the best way to do it is actually to talk mess, like, you know, messy stuff, juicy stuff about her ex on the show. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. And I really don't care to talk about it. Like, <laughs> I don't really care. That's to me. I feel just the like, same, honestly, but I just brought it up to kind of see your reaction. Because if yeah. you say it, just know that it's real. Because I normally you always like to give people the benefit of the doubt, taking the high road and stuff like that, which I definitely love. But sometimes, yeah. man, you just got to say it. She's a clout chaser. She's a clout chaser. I ain't talking bad about her, but this is all clouding. Like, she's literally chasing clout, like you said. That's really what it's and called. And I don't see clout chasing as a bad thing, to be honest. Clout chasing is not a bad thing because it's bringing money to their <laughs> They're able to feed yeah. themselves. It's That's like, true. say, I'm a hustler. Everything I, I have at my house, I'm going to try to yeah. sell it for more money. Like, you can't That's blame really, me. I'm trying I mean, to make a living out of for myself. I just so think I don't the way she's going about it is wrong. That's my problem. Because you can be a cloud chaser, but wrong. you're doing it on yourself. The, yes, because guess what? She didn't really have to put on this whole thing about Blake. We're never get, getting back together, right? And then go out there and be... She's actually being messy, literally. Like, it's just the whole way I that... She, and then she's talking it, about Thomas that's also dating becca see we're different i can we're different in that sense to me i can tell when people are just trying to have a sense of humor although it's not something i would do although yeah it's not something i would do because i don't like to like i don't have that type of sense of humor Mm. but i understand people could actually find it like funny interesting i don't think it's you know that serious i think she's just having fun with it but not other other people like you might not take it like that. They might take a it lot as of people messy. Like me. Yeah, there's a lot of people like you that might take it as messy. But me, I'm like, I'm it's just, just too stay messy. far away from it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, her whole situation right now is messy because she ended up with John, the guy that exactly. she was super close with, best like, friends, just with. like two weeks after. Um, I have a question now. Let's. Let's let guys. Sorry, we're not talking about the the Bachelor um episode yet because this is juicy stuff that I actually want to dive in because I have some real questions now. Do you feel like her being friends with um John and be that close with them? Do you feel like there was emotional cheating? Because I remember um Blake was on talking it out and he was mentioning how she, I mean, the way that he she was so close to john like he's starting to wonder whether or not like it kind of was emotional cheating like she was been confining in him 
and John, I mean, rather than talking to Blake, you know, about what was going on. And somewhat, Blake was kind of like blaming himself, saying that maybe he wasn't there because, you know, he's in Africa, you know, doing this, being with rhinos and, and animals and trying to take, you know, change the world and the planet or whatever. And they weren't really communicating. So do you feel like a woman, do you feel like that basically was emotional cheating? Because people consider cheating. People always, things. people always try to put a name on cheating. They're just trying to find a way to accuse you of doing something. You're cheating. You're terrible. Like, like to me, it's really based on whatever foundation you build with your partner. If your partner feel like you having a close opposite sex friend and then confiding in them about whatever you're going through, if they find it as cheating, then you need to respect that and, you know, see, mm-hmm. like, not do it. You know, mm-hmm. like, if it doesn't work for them, Mm-hmm. You should respect that and not do it. But if her partner was okay with it, then mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that, you know, she was cheating because mm-hmm. maybe it's just a guy friend that she can find, like she can talk to about her problem. Mm-hmm. Cause if it was a girlfriend, would you call that emotionally cheating? <laughs> um, you know what? That's a very valid point, but except I think, that if you if the girl is gay yeah probably it is emotional cheating if the girl is gay but if she's so basically not, if it's something if it's someone that i could actually have a real relationship with it's I, think that, che- I think cheating. what it is yeah i think what it is is um for us human we have to understand what connects us is the emotions that comes with the vulnerability the 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 fact that we can express ourselves and be vulnerable with somebody that's kind of like a whole door you're opening up to um, bringing up feelings and you're kind of creating that more than a friendship foundation kind of thing. And don't get me wrong though. Like there has been a lot of people that have been able to create true friendship um, by just opening those doors and talking to their best friend of opposite sex. And they still don't have that attraction more than a platonic relationship, you know? So it can be done, but I'm going to be real with you. Most of the time, it's could it can be a little it can get confusing for one of one or the other because both people both party the only way this would work is if both party mutually understand and respect each other and know that there is nothing else that's gonna happen from there. But if one because I feel like what happened is one person either the guy or the girl can start catching feelings because it's like, oh, I'm opening up to somebody. They know my ins and outs. They know about my life. And it's like one person on the other side is going to start catching that feeling and feelings do get hurt that way, you know? And it does become a problem if you have, um, if you're dating someone and you have this going on with the opposite sex, it can create some type of insecurity um, from the other person. It's like, okay, why is she confiding in you? Like, why are you the person that she I, I has have a question. To? I have a question. We're starting who a whole new up, podcast right now. Who, it's not. It's just like the thing about this show, it kind of brings so many new conversation. Um, who created the term emotionally cheating? Is it adultery to ha- to develop strong, e- an emotional connection with someone else or an opposite sex? Like, is it adultery? Is it a sin? Like, to me, it's just like when you put the term, when you put cheating in front of anything, is it's so negative. So... Mm-hmm. If cheating is not emotionally cheating is a is not adultery, then I don't think we can just keep saying you emotionally cheated on me. Like I okay. feel like that's just 
I just feel um, like people should not keep, use that term, period. Um, I mean, I think it is a real term. You know why? Because it is a be real, real term, you but I why? feel let like me, it's let me be not honest. fair. If, if, no, no, no. It's actually, it's completely not fair. fair because term. it is, it is an actual fair term. This is why. Because think about it this way, right? In terms of adultery, like you want to talk about adultery because you're saying, are you committing adultery? Like obviously adultery when you are um, married, right? So let's be real. God even said that if you look at a girl the wrong way, you don't even have to touch her. You've already sinned, right? You committed adultery. If you're thinking about someone else, so for y'all, if y'all been thinking about other niggas <laughs> or other girls. Why are you cursing on my I'm podcast? not cursing. Get out, Miss Million. <laughs> It's Miss Pluvios, by the way. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's Mrs. Pluvios, excuse me. Oh, um, but Lord. anyway, um, <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, if you're talking, if you're thinking about someone else, then it's, it is kind of like adultery. I mean, it's not kind of, it is adultery if you're married, right? So I think so it's the same way the that emotional cheating goes. That's emotional cheating because this is, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I, this is what I think. Emotional cheating is simply when you have the level of intimacy that you would definitely have with your significant other. And you're sharing that level of intimacy with someone else, something that is so private and so daring to you. And you're sharing it with someone else on that deeper okay. level. That is emotional cheating to me. Like I would not what be I'm able to open is up that I to you unless I have, like you like that. Okay. What I'm saying, I don't want you to like, like why I don't want to use the word cheating when it comes to like emotion. I understand like having an emotional like connection with a opposite sex that is not your spouse can mm-hmm. cause damage in your relationship. But mm-hmm. I don't want to use the term cheating loosely like that, where I'm like, you're emotionally cheating on me. You know, I don't think it's adultery to have to form an emotional connection with someone because it doesn't, Emotionally um, connecting with someone doesn't mean that you're like sexing them or yeah or or, or flirting with them. It just means that you're right. laying your burden on them. The first right. person you go to with your problem is them. That's so like the, this is so, where the this is where so, the issue so is because yes, it's a problem, but yeah. I don't want to use the word like cheating like behind it. I think I think that's you know what thing. I mean. But that's what it is. That's really what it is. I get what you're saying. I really get it. I really understand that you don't want to label like, why it. Did you feel like we're yeah, labeling. I don't wanna... You don't want too the much, label but... that comes with it. But if yeah, it's I don't blue, like if it's blue, it's blue. Say some cards noisy blue. If it's blue, it's blue. Girl, nobody understand what you just said. <laughs> I said that's all I can tell you, like directly in Creole. Okay. But if it's blue, it's blue. Okay, so. That's what I'm saying. Like emotional, because you can form different emotion, emotional connections with opposite sex. And that happens all the time. But mm-hmm. what I was saying is that those behaviors, especially if it's happening repeatedly, where if something like, for example, if something were to happen to me bad or good, and the first person I call is someone else and not GV, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because then I'm allowing myself to I, share I want you to understand. Like, I don't want you to defend it as if I'm saying it's not a problem. Okay. It's just, I don't like that because that's not the thing. Because if you and your partner um, decide to get together, the first person you think you should be able to express your burden and of your burden is your partner. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if it was a woman, would you say that the woman is emotionally cheating? It can be. 
Yeah, it really doesn't matter the sex. No, I, I, to me personally, it doesn't. It matters if you actually feel like this person is the only person you can confide in. And if you're gay, it is emotionally cheating. And nowadays, you never it's know. Not, you cannot say if you're gay. I'm saying, no, like, basically, you never know. If you your partner, know. if you go to your best friend that's a girl about your problem or your mother, and that person is not your husband, you just call no. it emotional cheating. No, I think emotional cheating comes because it's, that it's only the when only person. No, it, I feel like personally, the cheating becomes a problem when it's somebody that you can actually form a more a play, um other. I mean, an you intimate? can form an intimate relationship with. Yeah, because the intimacy okay. is going to be on a deeper level. It's not just oh, about because to, to me, to me, intimacy when... is not just sex. It's not just okay, with so, sex. Okay, so to clarify, it's emotionally cheating if the person that you are confiding in is someone that you can develop a romantic relationship, relationship a romantic with. relationship with. But yes. if it's just someone else that's your best friend that you actually like lay down your emotional um, burdens on, yeah, and then it's emotionally yeah. cheating. Yeah, that's okay. not because yeah, I don't think it's emotional cheating. I don't think okay. so. It's only okay, got it. It's only emotional cheating yeah. when, when it's that somebody you, that you can romantically get involved. What if with? you like, don't see that person as someone you can romantically get involved with? Because you know some people have best friends that are they do opposite sex, but they don't find it. Can I be real? Can uh, I be real with you? It can be done, but both parties both parties have to be real about it. Both parties have to understand that's all it is. Because what I'm telling you is that sometimes it's not just, sometimes it's not the, sometimes it's not just the person receiving it, you know, the burden. Because the person receiving it could just be like, oh my that God. Case, you know, I, there's a lot it, of people. Turn it, turn it. I know. Turn it. First of all, sorry, guys. I, I'm speaking Creole. When I get excited, I speak in my language, okay? Because that's what you speak at home. <laughs> So it just comes out naturally for you. Yes. But um what what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that sometimes um the person on the receiving end, for example, if I was mm-hmm. the you know the guy and you're a girl and you're just expressing yourself to me and you have a man and I'm mm-hmm. listening, I might not be into you, but I'm gonna just mm-hmm. listen to you. I only see you as a friend. Like I'm just gonna mm-hmm. be a good person, be a good friend to you and listen to your burden. But I mutually understand, but if you mutually understand that, you know what, um, Obel is just my friend and I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to tell her this. And I know that there's nothing else going to be, that's going to be, that's going on after this outside of me just expressing and being vulnerable with, with her or him, I guess if I was a guy, um, there's nothing else that would have happened. Um, just because I'm expressing myself, then it will be okay because both parties mutually understand that Obel ain't gonna make a move on you. Obel literally just being a good friend and just listening to you, right? Mm-hmm. But it can get tricky now if because you're being so vulnerable with me about everything and I'm over here just taking it all in, where feelings can start developing because that's where the intimacy comes from. I might not be doing the same thing in return, right? But you're emotionally cheating on your partner because it's like you have a whole boyfriend or a whole husband, but you're coming to me about every little personal details and every little thing that you have going on in your life. You're going to feel emotionally invested in our relationship. Naturally, you know, it happens. I'm not saying everybody, it cannot, where there are cases where you have a guy op- opposite best friend and it doesn't happen and it's just mutual, but 
in most cases, to be real, if you want to really be real with yourself, it does happen. You do start feeling some type of ways like, man, I wonder how this, you know, this person would be as my partner because they understand me so well. Because the reason why you keep coming to them is because you feel safe with them. You feel safe to tell them your personal little details, you know? So, all right, guys, let's dive into The Bachelor. <laughs> I feel like this is this was getting too deep. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I guess people like to, you know, have a name for everything. Um, I think it's just tricky because, you know, you can like people can fall for opposite sex. I mean, for same sex as well. Like if you're emotionally laying down your burden on that one person, people turn gay just from doing that, I guess. And so, yeah, if so happens. I'm guessing like exactly. you just have to stick. You just have to lay down your burden on whoever you're having a romantic um, connection with or whatever. I'll, see, I'll go as far as go see a therapist. If you have so much burden, sometimes people, people don't have, not everybody can afford therapy. I just want you to Honestly, understand I, 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 so and I'm, working, I'm really working on helping people actually being able to afford therapy or at least helping people sponsor therapy. So for those of you who need some yeah, so, sponsorship, holler at me. Safe yeah, Souls, so like, give your, um Give your shameless plug about Safe Soul. Where can they find Safe Soul? Safe Souls is everywhere. <laughs> okay, guys. W no, like what is the Instagram? Safe. Okay, so the Instagram is Safe Souls Inc. Um, save like saving a soul, like S A V E Souls S O U L Inc. So incorporation. So Safe Souls Inc. Um, so we are a Afro Caribbean organization bringing mental health awareness to the world and kind of like helping destigmatize. Um, mental health in our communities and also big advocate for um, allowing people to um, see a therapist or not allowing them, but kind of like giving them opportunities to get sponsorship um, to see therapists. So um, I want to say for, well, yes, technically we are working, we're doing this for free right now because there are people in Haiti that after the earthquake and after um, going through a lot of, um, traumatic experiences that really needed to talk to a professional. And so we've thankfully found great um, Haitian um, professional therapists who were willing to volunteer their time to actually, um, you know, provide free therapy. And we've actually served at least six or seven clients and ongoing clients right now. I and we do, yeah. Yeah, and we Sorry, do have I a directory that you can find those therapists on. But in the future, we will be sponsoring um, people who need therapy and also be paying those therapists. Okay. Sorry guys. I just realized that we are about like one hour in and I didn't know we're to 40, actually... 42 minutes. That's technically close to one hour. So I didn't mean to ask too many details about safe. So... <laughs> but my sister is so long winded. <laughs> I'm passionate. That's what it is. Not long winded. I'm passionate. About my ministry, okay? And, um, and you guys can tell that I tried to cut her off because I'm like, I feel like I've been holding my breath for a very long time. <laughs> I hate you. So that's why I always try to get a word out because as you can see, like I tried to create the podcast where we interview each other, but I do find myself asking her most of the question. And I'm like, I just want to say something. Can you ask me a question? And then she just never gets to ask me a question. I'm like, oh, stop. I'm just, gonna, 
I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna have some bad. I'm like, I'm gonna act some bad manners and cut her off. <laughs> I can speak. I I literally just asked you a question not too long ago. And then I try to answer for like 30 seconds and then you're like, no, 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 no. And then you give your longest explanation. I'm like, I'm still holding my breath. I was, I, to- I was trying to say everything that I can think of so that I won't leave any information because you asked. Okay. So that's what I was doing. Well, I'm not um, going to ask. I'm just going to listen. <laughs> And wait for All right, you guys. Um, my head hurt now because I'm laughing too much. All right, guys, let's go ahead. The last 15 minutes into the hometown dates. <laughs> go ahead, Nana, take it over. First hometown date. Oh, what did you think? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the first one it shows that it's Rodney, but I have a, a like a feeling that Rodney did not. Rodney was not the first person to actually. No, it was Shashi, Brendan. Mm-hmm. The first hometown was Brendan, but I have a feeling like it wasn't Brendan that had the first hometown. Really? For some odd reason, I'm like, it's kind of weird. Because she actually ended up telling Brendan that she is falling for him, right? Mm. And I thought that was kind of like, mm, that came out of nowhere. That's weird. That's the first guy she actually told him that she is falling for. I'm like, he should have been the last person. That's mm-hmm. why she was able to open up. So mm-hmm. I I wholeheartedly believe that Brendan was not the first. So who do you think went I first? Think, I think probably Nate Probably Nate, probably Joe. It's one of those two. Mm. And I think that Brandon was actually one of the last ones because she actually told him, I'm falling I'm falling in love with you. So I think mm. he was definitely in the last hometown. I like Brandon family. They're really mm-hmm. sweet. I can tell like where he gets his personality from. It's like a mixture of his mom and his dad a little. Mm-hmm. I like the brother and I like the brother's wife. Wait, the brother wife? No, no, it was up. just it, it was a brother, just a brother. Oh and yeah, it was just a brother. Yeah, the bard, the brother, um, wanted to be there for him. He didn't end up going to the army. Was it the army? Like whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, he stayed because he wanted to um see and meet um Michelle. I thought that was really sweet. More like I think he just wanted to be on TV. But you know, <laughs> still sweet. So I I like Brendan, and then she told him she told him that she was falling in love. And that point, I'm like, whoa, I he know, might right? just be the final two. That's kind of like weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I was so convinced that whoa, she's really thinking of actually being with this guy. Yeah, she's generally feeling him. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay. So now let's go to the second hometown date, which was Rodney. Oh, poor Rodney. What did you think about Rodney? Honestly, I liked him. I was like, I, I knew that the whole time they were friend zone. Like she, he was friend zone. Like from the get go, Ronnie made it. And I'd be like, I, I really think I said, I'd be like, sorry. I really think that um, uh, Michelle really kept him around because she really genuinely feel like he's a very lovable person. And she wanted to see if they can develop something more. And unfortunately it didn't get to happen because Ronnie's just mm-hmm. that like cool guy, like that cheery very playful and very like when you see him, he just lights up the room kind of guy, you know, standoff guy. But mm-hmm. unfortunately he had to leave because even the mom saw it. Like in his hometown, you see she met the mother, the father, and then the um I don't think there was anyone else. Did he have anyone else? Yeah, and it's so cute. You can see that he actually his mom is actually his best friend. Yeah. And I can tell really they're see really that they're close. Happy. Yeah, the I feel like one day Rodney's gonna like. I hope he finds a great wife, someone that can understand him, someone that we'll see him in Bachelor in Paradise. 
for sure. I hope so. Yeah, I yeah, think we definitely, definitely and he should have been the next bachelor. But anyway, he's gonna be in. I think he's gonna definitely be. He or just doesn't have be that swag. Sorry, he just doesn't have that swag to be the bachelor. Uh, the bachelor. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess move on. He's but he'll definitely be on Bachelor in Paradise, and I could definitely see him falling in love with someone. Someone said on Twitter that him and Brie would have been so cute together. I don't know what you're no, no, about no, that. No, 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 no. But I don't see it. <gasps> Talking about Brie, I posted Brie on my Instagram today, like tonight, because I'm like, uh-huh. I was so excited to see her on my screen, her and Serena, because they're both very matured, pretty young lady, and they're very young. Mm-hmm. And I just like posted like, oh my gosh, I just love seeing Brie. And she actually saw my post and liked it oh that's i was nice. so excited about that so like that's i'm nice. so happy she saw that we actually re- appreciate brie team yeah, brie nice. over here yeah and okay so now michelle moved on and you know the little date they <gasps> just went the apple peaking which was cute and all um it was so super super cute um um but i knew there was nothing there we can see we we really didn't see the connection between um, her and um, Rodney, because I really feel like Rodney is just a good dude and she's just a nice person. But just because they're two good people doesn't necessarily mean they're a match. And unfortunately, I, I couldn't see it. I know her heart would have been protected and would have been in great hands, but it's just that she's not feeling him that way. Now let's go to your favorite person, Joe. What did you feel about <gasps> his hometown? Oh my God, I was so happy. Like, oh, I, I saw, so un- it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I just I really love Joe. Guys, I love Joe. Like Joe is awesome. People are mean on Twitter. They like he's stiff. What is he doing here? I know, I know. Like Joe is so not I can tell like the 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 famous world or the camera world is not for Joe. Like he's so not comfortable in that environment. Like I can tell it's an environment thing. Yeah. People like Joe, it really takes a lot to warm up. I just remember my first time, like I was 21 and my first time at a corporate job and it was a law firm. So I was and every Monday we would have to sit in a conference table, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's like four attorneys. And I'm just like the main um, paralegal that was assigned to all four attorneys, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm young. I'm 21. I'm intimidated. It's my first law firm job. And I was just not myself. So that's how I see Joe. Like, I see Joe Aww. as, like, not really comfortable where he is because he's just, like, very intimidated. Like, yeah. doesn't really know if he's, like, I can tell there there might just be some type of word insecurity or whatever. I yeah. don't know what's in his head, but you can tell he's in his head. He's yeah. not like he's just trying. He's trying. At the same time, you can tell he's trying, but he's just not comfortable. And when he took Michelle to his high school, that was the cutest. Then, cutest. And he said he never had a girlfriend and he always wanted to kind of like get a girl and kind of lift her up and kiss mm-hmm. her on the wall and then he never been to prom so he took michelle to prom he's a very handsome dude he's just very not i guess he's just not as comfortable in front of the camera i cannot say he's not comfortable in his skin because mm. i don't know him outside of this world and some yeah. people it, it's really about like the the atmosphere of where you are mm-hmm. so i could see that based on the atmosphere he wasn't comfortable but I just like Joe. And as far as like, I think him and Michelle would be perfect together because it's a great balance. It's a, it's a really great balance. I think she, she would challenge him to actually be more open and out The sister-in-law there. said that. 
and then and and that in a, the same for Joe would kind of like you know make her calm down a little like bring her mm-hmm. more level headed and just like relax mm-hmm. like I like the dynamic like it can work basically what I'm trying to say like if it she does work. pick Joe it can work mm-hmm. if they if they choose each other it would work it can work and I would love it yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think I like Joe. I think I think it can. Um, I think it can, and I think that's another thing where when people talk about compatibility, sometimes we don't see it mm-hmm. because obviously the people are they have two different personalities, and having two different personalities doesn't mean that you're not compatible. Because at the end of the day, one person exactly. needs to be able to um, balance and bring something else that you don't have. You know, I'm a hyper person, and my husband is very calm and collected, but he could get hyper too. But you know, but he's still calm and collected and I'm able, he's able to like, kind of like tone down my energy a little, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, um, Joe and, um, Michelle, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they end up together. But at the same time, I think that Joe is just doing whatever he's supposed to be doing. Honestly, I don't, I don't really see too much fire. So it's like, it's hard to tell whether or not he's really, really into her because he's so uncomfortable. It's like, it's really hard to kind of figure out like what, what exactly is there, you know, to see. But the whole high school prom was very cute. Now let's get to Nate, okay? We know they've been saving this one for last. How do you feel about Nate's hometown? Because that was something. Absolutely. Nate- his hometown was all about family and the love that he had but never shared with his family. <laughs> so it was not about Michelle at all. Yeah. To me, to me, it, it, it shows me that it just really tells me that Nate is just not ready. Even mm. though he wants to be ready, if Michelle is kind of like, I'm not going to say if she's smart because she is smart, mm-hmm. but if she's like, how would I say this emotionally intelligent? She would understand that this should not be the guy that she picks to kind of like get engaged to at the end of this. Right. It's not the best decision. It might be the best decision for how she feels about him and his looks and how, you know, giddy, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever way that whatever she they feels share. About him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not the best decision to kind of like get outside of this the real world with right but that's the point we were making earlier do you think she'll pick her heart or will she go with what her mind tells her and for me she will pick her little heart because nate is very charming it's kind of hard not to pick him in a way (laughs) but he's not emotionally ready for none of that serious stuff that michelle is ready for she is Mm -hmm. way ahead of him in yeah. every way possible. Yeah. Emotionally. It's like everything. Because if emotionally you're now telling someone that you have love for the past 28 years mm-hmm. of your life that you love him. Like this is your first time actually using that word with someone that you actually known for that long. Mm-hmm. This is when you want to share that you love them. Mm-hmm. Then you are not ready for like the serious of being engaged at the All end right. of this. So let me be real with you. Because now we're actually diving You into may my- think you're ready because of the bubble that you're in. But in reality, there's a lot for you to do to actually be ready. Now there's two sides of, there's really two sides of this. And I'm only saying that based on my 
personal experience. So mm-hmm. there, the side that you said, I definitely agree for most people and for mm-hmm. all of us, it kind of really does look like Nate is really not ready to settle down with somebody. And because of the fact that he's never really experienced what true love is. Now, I don't want to be up here speaking for my husband and not everything like that. But based on what By he's the way, told me. I'm not really basing it on true love. I'm basing it on being able to express emotions, period. He wasn't able to do that for the past 28 years of his life. Oh, okay. He never told his, he never spoke about any girl to his parents, never had to sit down about mm-hmm. any type of emotion, mm-hmm. never brought any type of girl home or whatever. No, I'm okay with him not bringing girl home, but at least just vocalizing that I like someone. Or it's not even about the girls. It's about his own family that he was not even able to express like, yo, yeah. like stepdad, I love you. He yeah. was he yeah. was never was- able to even do that. It was so imagine challenge. telling me that he's ready for an engagement. Nah, they could yeah. date, but you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I actually first I've actually scared with that, and I, I I agree to a certain extent. The reason being is we've seen that in a lot of different cultures where not a lot of kids grow up with you know me and you. We tell our parents, "Oh, I love you, mom." You know, love with dad. Like, I mean, we don't really there in in, in certain cultures. You don't see a lot of that, right? A lot of people don't talk in their family dynamic. A lot of people don't really tell their parents they love them or they don't hear, especially from Caribbean parents and some Black communities as well. So depending on where your environment, where you've grown, like where you, I mean, where you were growing up, um, the environment you grew up in, probably you never experienced that type of, you know, emotional dynamic where you're able to express emotion and talk about girls. Now, let's take somebody like, for my like my husband, for example, and I think that's something that I've also struggled with. And I agree that Nate wouldn't be ready to propose on the show, which I definitely get, which is more real to me than anything, right? Um, but let's say somebody for like my husband, for example, people thought would never get married and never would have a girl to begin with. Like he never expressed to anyone, to any of his family members, where they all were surprised that, oh my gosh, like you're dating a girl, like you have somebody. You remember? I, I remember you actually talking like never. I still feel like it's different because you guys did it for almost three. You guys were even friends for more than two years before that's you true. dated. They, you know? I get it. And I think that's how Michelle and that's how I think Michelle and they probably will end up working if Nate is actually genuine about this. I can see it long potentially working because it's like this is the very first time he found a girl that he can actually express his love with but now what i'm afraid of is that is he really feeling like this for real or is it because of the bubble and that's what we don't know but and i do I'm think saying, it's possible that a guy can have gone that long without actually saying that yeah i found a girl that i was able to bring home and that um i was able to bring back to my dad and my mom and say hey man yeah this is my girlfriend like i really not care I know about that. her you saw so it's I, possible because it happened with me so that's why I'm saying like that's something that doesn't necessarily mean the person's not going to be ready to be with a relationship. Maybe he might not be ready to engage her at the end of that short period on the show. But if she were to pick him and she actually goes with her heart and Nate was actually that person was generally like, yo, I really like this girl. Like I really connect with her. Like I'm happy. I actually came to this show. I didn't expect to fall in love and I actually see myself falling in love in the future. Yes, maybe they might 
he might propose and he might be ready for an engagement. It just won't be on national television. That's probably my take on that, you know? But at the same time, it's kind of scary. It's risky if she picks him. Okay, yeah. So my thing is, like, the purpose of this show was for her to find someone that's at the same level that she's in right now, which is the level mm-hmm. of finding someone to get married and get engaged and in yeah. real life, like start a future with. Yeah. And if she picks someone like Nate, it's more like I'm finding someone not to get married, not to get engaged, that's but true. I'm just finding someone that I like and I want to continue dating in the that's real true. world. Yeah. And that's fine. But it just tells me that maybe you weren't ready for real, you know, yeah. like with Michelle, maybe she wasn't ready. Maybe People thought she was ready, but really what she wanted to do is just date and get and get to know mm-hmm. someone, get a boyfriend yeah. at the end of this. And yeah. and that's fine because I feel like every season they're kind of changing mm-hmm. the whole engagement stuff because mm-hmm. most people are not really getting engaged or their their engagement mm-hmm. is being breaking off or whatever. They're mm-hmm. end up, you know, not being breaking together. up anyway. Yeah. But, but um at this point. Um, Nate would be the last person who's ready to get engaged, yeah, or to to to, to get married. He yeah. has a few That's years true. ahead of him before he, he gets does. to that point. Maybe yeah. like six years. <laughs> Day Nana. Yeah, six years. You like, go you know, and first just year a number like that. Oh yeah, like <laughs> six. Your first year gets to know each other. Second year, um, emotionally. You know, getting to make breaking some more. barriers barriers you know you know mm-hmm. third year you truly feel like this is the person for you you can make it work fourth yeah. year you were like okay if we can make it last that long then i can see a marriage with you and then fifth oh, wow. year you propose and then sixth year you, you getting get married you know like but it's just not something you rush and so yeah because he, yeah he's i agree i i there. i, I I definitely agree because I think what it is is that um, Michelle is, I mean, I, we're not really seeing it on the show, but from mm-hmm. watching his personal um, page and feeds, and I can tell like he's all, he's not just all looks. And that's one thing that I feel like all of our viewers are looking and seeing, okay, she's probably just into him because he just looks good. But I think mm-hmm. Michelle actually has an intellectual connections, connection with him beyond mm-hmm. the look the look just makes it easier for her to fall for him but he mm-hmm. you could tell like he has kind of like his head on his shoulders it's just that barrier that now she's really battling with it where she can actually mm-hmm. see like man am i gonna make the wrong choice by choosing him because he's like you can clearly see she's battling with this like dude this, this honestly based on what i just heard from the family he's not ready you know I just want her to be happy, honestly. I just want the best for her. It's a I'm tough just rooting situation. for her. It is. It's, it's a, a tough, tough situation. Because, like, <sighs> he's going to tell you, based on the bubble that he's in right now, he's going to tell you yes. That you he's know? falling. And you can't No, no, you I can't think really he didn't blame. say yes. He said he wasn't ready. He's, he's not saying that he is ready right now. No, but I mean, like, at the end, like, before the season end, he's going to oh, get okay. to the point. You know what the Bachelor season is a process. When you get to hometown, <laughs> everybody's falling in love with you <laughs> and then when you make it to the fantasy suite it's just like i'm in love, I'm with, love you. with you and then when you actually the last suit then i really love you like come on it's just a no, process but not all of them have, have gone the, through that process or, Nana. a lot of people stick to I'm their guns look that. at peter with rachel remember how pe- that's one of the things it's that a unicorn a unicorn like 
it's it takes a unicorn. A unicorn. A unicorn. A unicorn. Whatever. Um, like I said, it takes a unicorn to actually come out of that bubble. It's just like yeah, because Peter was yo, like, I, don't like, I can propose. <laughs> Peter might be such a realistic guy. It's like, dude, like we are in a bubble. How do we know if this really gonna work? Yeah, because like ninety nine percent of these engagement they break off. They do not end in a marriage. So Peter was being realistic. Which yep. you cannot blame him. You cannot fault him for that. I don't yep. care if, oh, you know what you signed up for. No, nah, man, that show, it doesn't make sense. Period. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you're saying it honestly. Because whenever I tell you that, you used to be like, no, it's real life. It does happen. It is no, I'm saying love. it takes time. <laughs> I don't it's so doubt you to see that you're actually saying I, what I tell you. No, I don't doubt that they don't fall in love in this bubble. But realistically speaking, speaking, it's okay. just kind of it doesn't yeah. make sense. But I, I don't I, I wholeheartedly believe that in that little bubble mm. you could possibly fall in love. I believe Yeah, you it. can. But I honestly think paradise in is more likely bubble. in paradise, I feel like they're more likely to fall in love than in Bachelor because in Bachelor World it is a bubble and everything is like madly produced i mean it is also in paradise but i feel like in in, in it's like navigating so many different emotions and it's just like one person and then like 30 men like it's a whole dynamic as for as in paradise you do have the option to make that choice of sticking to that one person through through it all and say i'm continuing to choose you and spend that time with them only them you know as for the bachelor it's like no dude you're literally dating 30 different men and you don't get as much time with them. So how can you really say you're falling for them? You know, I think they're infatuated with each other. Let's just put it that way. You do grow real feelings. They starting to fall for that person, but there's no way you're like totally in love. All right. Uh, what, what is in love? Come on. <laughs> Guys, what is that really being said? Love? I think we're done. I think we're done for for today. I um, believe. Let's, let's just go with who do we think she picked. I believe that they are falling in love in their little bubble. In love is whatever you think it is. Love is different, and it's okay. Like in that bubble, what based on the things and stories that they share with each other, mm-hmm. and I believe that they're like, you know what, you're a great person. I'm really falling. Mm. in love with you so i believe that you know okay so who's so, your, who's your infatuation really who's your top two I, well i know who you like. know um my top two like what i would want for michelle <laughs> i would want joe <laughs> but she, she might not pick joe so my I top two Brendan for michelle would definitely be nate. joe or um the second one would be nate and then um, Brandon, because I feel like Brandon is so not ready. Like I feel like Brandon is having puppy love. <laughs> that that is puppy love. That is. Um, he's just have puppy love. Um, so I think I like Joe and I like Nate and I like um Brandon. That's my top three. Do you feel like? But she's at, do you feel Michelle's like the top, top, the Michelle top three is definitely Nate, then Brandon, then Joe. Okay, who do you think she picks? Who do you think she picks? At the end of the day. Let's lock in our answer. Okay. So, the first rose for, like, the first person, the first two hometown for next, um, 
for next episode, the two hometown, the people that she will take to see her parents. Mm-hmm. I believe the first one is Nate. And at first I thought it was going to be Joe, but now I'm starting to feel like the second one is Brandon again. Okay, good. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Brandon versus Nate. And I really I think, think it's, I think she's got, who's she picking? Now let's go. Let's lock in our answers. Who she picks. So she's going to come on. If it's between Brandon and Nate, <laughs> she's, she's going to pick Nate. Yeah, I think she's picking Nate. This is going to be so, so dramatic. This is so dramatic. Ah, well, next, they didn't even give next, us a preview. The preview season. of next episode is the mental law. Yeah. So we're going to have to see them in. Yeah. You're probably yeah. shooting this week. Yeah. This is crazy. I really still want to see where did Clayton say to Nate that he's an actor. We did see the preview of Clayton. Yeah, we saw. It's like it's gonna be good. Uh, obviously, I told you I saw all the white girls fighting. I know. I think that's just school. all the typical thing they've been waiting for: the white girls and then a, 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 a bachelor that's definitely all the way white and that's willing to do anything and everything so that the show can get better and get more action and more dramatic. And these girls are just willing to do anything to just do the most on this reality TV show so they can get their shine and make everybody tune in. Oh, I just don't want to tune in, honestly. I'm drained. Let's find another show so we can review. All right, guys, with that being said, <laughs> this is the end of this. Let us know what show you recap. want us to um, review. Like what show that you're, what reality? I want to talk about reality. I don't want to just do like, you know, normal shows. I want to do reality TV shows. So okay. what reality TV show that you are watching um, that is have a love story in it? That no, it doesn't, like have us- it doesn't have to be just love story, but it could just be a I don't want to talk about Survivor and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk about American Idol. That's boring. <laughs> you know, I definitely don't want to talk about the boys, Dancing with the Star, none of those. Okay, let's do, okay, let's, okay, get it. So please, something that has some type of love in it. All right, guys. Nana wants us to stay in the little bubble. The little haha. Remember, we're escaping from our problems oh, our on here. I want darkness. No, we're not doing Wait. squid game because I'm not watching that show. Anyway, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's been fun. Don't forget to like. Uh, I'm sorry. I keep thinking about me this doing my YouTube, YouTube channel. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a five-star review for us and share it with your friends and tell us your comments. Also comment. Like, tell us, tell us, tell us what you want to hear from us and what other juicy stuff we should add on this podcast to make it better for you. Um, we're welcoming any good constructive criticism. All right, guys. We love y'all. I'm going to read support. a review. Alright, but I Today's shout out. Today's shout out go to a thousand sun. He said, if you're a bachelor fan, this is the show for you. These girls have a fun approach to review the episode. They're funny, witty, and authentic. Such a good listen. Thank you. Thank you, Bruno. A thousand it's Bruno. <laughs> uh, thank you, Bruno. We appreciate your support. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, Bye. guys. Later. Talk to you. Later. Bye.